It was good work. Jack Merchant had been avoiding it for a long time, but the winch had finally frozen, leaving him no choice. But now that he was into it, the part spread out on an old beach towel, the problem found, he was enjoying himself. A little spring had come off the ratchet inside the winch. Without that little spring, the winch couldn't haul in the Genoa sail. Without the Genoa, there wasn't much reason to even take the boat from the dock. But Merchant had been lucky enough to get the spare part at the marina store. He had the tools, the knowledge, and the time. He took a moment to look out over the harbor. The sun was low enough that from his angle, the water was a rich sea green. And it was late afternoon, middle of the week. And Merchant was at home. Truly, his boat Lila was also his home in Boston Harbor. He was wearing an old bathing suit and a t-shirt. His bare feet felt good on the warm fiberglass sole. A little trickle of sweat was going down his spine, but the faint breeze was keeping his brow dry. No complaints. He figured it'd take 40 minutes or so to grease each part carefully, wipe off the excess, and put the winch back together. Maybe an hour. Either way, there should be plenty of time for him to take a sail that afternoon. First, buy some groceries, get some beer. Then maybe he'd head out to one of the harbor islands, drop the hook, spend the night. Maybe a couple of nights. He had enough money to not worry for the next month, maybe two. He turned back to the winch. It was good work. You're not going to leave all that grease, are you? Sarah asked. You've got to wipe off each part. Merchant looked up. You, he said. He was surprised she'd managed to get so close without him noticing. Her back was to the sun, but he could see she was grinning at him. Well, she said, do I need to tell you everything? Standing there with her hands in her back jeans pockets. Apparently so. I'm not interrupting. Course you are. Too bad. She climbed on board and leaned down to kiss him. Their lips touched very lightly, and Merchant did his best not to convey how much the pleasures of fixing the winch had just paled. Sarah was in her late twenties, dark hair, green eyes, the body of an athlete, which she was. She said, I've missed you the past couple of times you were down at the office. I noticed. Sarah owned a marine repossession business down in New Bedford, taking boats back from people who didn't make their payments. Since he'd come back to Boston a year ago, Merchant had helped her search and recover some of the tougher jobs, helping her and keeping himself in dock fees and grocery money. Merchant was fairly certain he was closer to Sarah than anyone on earth. And yet he suspected she'd avoided him those past two times he'd been at her office. Love, trust, intimacy. Not always easy to get all three together. So, he said, seeing you does good things for my heart as usual. No explaining your heart, sweetie. She stepped down into his cabin and rummaged around through the ice box until she found an iced tea. Want one? Sure. I had to see somebody in town and figured I'd stop by. Glad you did.
She climbed back up the stairs and sat beside him. So, can I help you put your winch back together? I've got an assistant now. More like a supervisor, she said. She kicked off her boat shoes and leaned back. They opened their iced teas, clinked them together, and drank. Hi, Jack, she said. He said hi back, and refrained from asking her why she'd been avoiding him.